This is a podcast from Rover. This podcast is brought to you by the Briscoe's Business Model. Have a sale every fucking day, because why the fuck not? How's it? Not for radio. James Hunk back with you after a long weekend uh, for Matariki here in New Zealand. Uh, great weekend away. I, I, it has to be my favourite because it's just uncontested. Like a lot of people would be like, what about Anzac Day? Well, there's still a lot, there's still a lot of you know, anti-war um, sentiment in and around what happened and that the, our soldiers were basically put to slaughter and, and, and rightly so. So it's one of those ones that it just has a fresh beginning that it's, we can all get around and it's nothing other than a chance to have a fresh start. Reflect on something that's happened uh, in the year prior. Be happy about what's happening in your life presently. Surround yourself with people that, that add as opposed to take away from what it is that you're doing in life and then look forward and, and go, well, let's set some plans in place and and have a chance to be better. It feels like all the other public holidays have got so much baggage attached to them or shit that's been rammed down your throat um, by, I don't know, other people and you've been told what to do on these particular days. But this one, it just felt like it was for, for us and everyone could make it their own. Mm. Um, and I've never met a person that hates stars moving across the sky. Did you see for the first time in 700 years, they've all lined up, all the planets are basically uh, vertical, in a vertical line. It's crazy. It looks like a massive eye or like, you know, you know like a snake's eye looking at you. Very cool indeed. I was reading a funny story the other day about um, what supposedly happened. Christopher Columbus was uh, leaving an area uh, on his escapades trying to conquer the world and said- Being a cock. Yeah, uh, saying, look, I don't have enough uh, supplies for the men on the ship. Can we take some of yours? And these particular people, the locals were like, no, nah, we only literally cook enough for us to get us through the season. And he was like, yeah, fuck. And then he figured out, the he had a look at the lunar calendar, and in one week's time there was going to be a partial lunar eclipse and the moon would turn slightly red. So he told them that if they don't give him any in one week's time, uh, his God is better than their God and bigger than their God, and the sun will go dark in the day and the and the, uh, and the moon will turn blood red. And sure enough, it happened and they handed over all their shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is um, very crafty. Wanker. Uh, I got this sent through to the Rock Drive Facebook page. Bloody great nudge, this. Uh, so I've, uh, I've just got back from uh, listening to the uh, greatest podcast of my life. <laughs> the uh, greatest podcast of my life. <laughs> it was so fun. It was amazing. Basically, it was Jay and Dunks, not for radio, <laughs> which we uh, we don't actually get in the UK. Uh, but um, but you know we do get the podcast, and now take it. <laughs> if that's how it has to be, I'll be involved. <laughs> do not leave me out. <laughs> so it's the ten year anniversary of the greatest um, night of his life, the Stag Do bloke um, who he was emulating. At one point, we actually thought it was home. We're like, holy what? shit, you sent us one. That's impressive. Yeah, did a great job of that. I tell you what else would look great. And we're just watching, uh, what is it, Gold Miners? Aussie Gold Hunters or whatever it is. No, it's but the Alaskan one. Oh, yeah. Which is great. More, more battery there. Yeah, they've just got cool beds and massive machines, and there's an old boy uh, who wears suspenders. And I was like, fuck, a dunk, you'd look badass if you wear <laughs> suspenders. I reckon you would. This is going to be the shittest thing someone's ever pitched there's an old There's an old boy that used to live around uh, next to me, and he used to he used to wear these bright yellow suspenders, often over like a blue um, check plaid shirt sort of scenario. And he looked fucking cool, man. I'm telling you. 
Obviously, it's is an old boy a, thing. Guys, I feel like this is a stitcher. Just saying that you could make it look sick now. Oh. I reckon you could. You just got a cool ass beard. Um, Makes it easier. Oh, you know. I'm happy to try new things. Bring me in a pair and I'll put them on to appease you. Motherfucker, not for radio. You know, the forestry ones are fucking cool. Uh, would you, what would you like? Would you like a laugh or some life advice? Give me a laugh followed by some life advice, and then I'll ask you a question which will melt your fucking mind. Okay, sweet. Here's the laugh first. Will Ferrell uh, is greatest on uh, the Graham Norton show in the UK. I was growing my mustache out for Anchorman 2 and coaching on the sideline, and the opposing coach was like, you look familiar. Uh, and I go, yeah. <laughs> and he's, are, you, are you that actor? I'm like, I, I think so. And, uh, he said, is that mustache real? I said, yes, why would I be wearing a fake mustache? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid's soccer. It's happened. Honey, hold on, I gotta put my fake mustache on so that I'm unrecognizable. He's a cool dude. Isn't he? So good. Uh, I don't, actually, I've forgotten if this is life advice or not. I think it is. A recent study shows that people are much happier in relationships when their partner isn't a massive fucking cunt. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Tend to agree. What not to look for in a partner. Yeah. <clears throat> How's this for a question, which I pose your tech producer, uh, Caleb, and to show boss Tegan, and of course yourself, Duncan, and, and everybody that's in the mixer with us right now as well. Heard it uh, on a podcast yesterday. And the question was, do fish get thirsty? Oh, shit. There he goes. Earlier in the week for one of these little fuckers. Oh, Tegan's shaking her head. Oh, no. fucking come on in, Mrs. Nodal. Nah, I don't reckon they get thirsty because when the water just absorbs through their body. Oh, yeah, great. I mean, that's a great answer from an uneducated person. So Karen. they don't have like the thirst. They don't have the. <laughs> Far out. Just call me uneducated. <laughs> no, you're just from Crutch. <laughs> I'm also your boss, so yeah, yeah, sorry, no, watch out. Yeah, I shut take it. What do you reckon? Uh, it seems like it's such an odd concept to wrap your head around um, something having a tongue but not needing to drink. Mm, just oh, fuck, I'm parched. I'm surrounded by water. How what do you reckon? Uh, tech producer no, hey, look, he's googling at your dog. Oh, okay. So do this, they is, drink? this is and this yeah, is no, nah, they wouldn't get. It. I reckon what Teak said. That's what Google says as well. They just absorb it. <laughs> No, it so, must go through their gills or something. Yeah, so what happened, this is what I found out, which I found found to be quite impressive. They're very similar. We're not too dissimilar to us as humans. And the reason why we need to be hydrated is because there's certain uh, electrolytes and sodium levels within our body. So more often than not, we're drinking water to make sure that the salinity and the electrolyte levels in our body aren't too far in one way. So if you go into, say, for example, you go swimming at the beach and you get fucked and ripped out in a rip and you swallow heaps of salt water – and you come in and you're like, oh, shit, I'm embarrassed. I'm okay, though. And you go home. You go home and you die. And they're like, what happened? You die of secondary drowning because you've got so much salt well, in your body. that's what that is. Yeah, you basically have the imbalance goes the other way. And fish are no different. So if you're a freshwater fish, you have too many uh, – or you, you have to build up those sodium levels from absorbing nutrients and minerals through the water and then storing them and making sure that you're not – to basically f- too watery, for better, lack of a better term. Mm. And saltwater fish uh, get the excess salts off them uh, through their gills. Oh, there you go. That would yeah. be why that so they kingfish do. was real drunk. Um, remember in, up in the Tauranga Harbour, 
It was like um, swimming along and it was up a creek. It had somehow found a freshwater f- um, a creek up the top of the harbour. Up then Wairua s- River, yeah. yeah and some, the guy hammered it. There, some old bloke just bent over and picked the fucker up. Yes, because what ends up happening, so salmon are an example that go, the ocean running salmon, so they come up and they basically have like a holding pattern, which is where the salt water and freshwater mix, so they become acclimatised to it and then they can their body goes through a little bit of a anamorphosisation. Uh, that's not the word I was looking for. Sound like a made Oz, up one, but I'm Oz, with it. Basically, with you. it's osmosis. Yeah. Um, and so they, yeah, their cells sort of change, and then they can go out there. I was like, "Fuck, it's fascinating. What a question! Do fish get thirsty? There you go. You know the answer. That's how they um, regulate the salt levels as well. Is they fucking piss all the time? Do they? Fish piss fucking nonstop. Oh, there you go. Well, that's one good thing about overfishing. We won't be swimming in fish piss. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So don't drink water, fish fucking it as well. Remember the... (laughs) Remember the time I got jizzed in the face by a spawning salmon? That was a bit of fun, wasn't it? I was um, working on uh, WorkEx and uh, they were showing me how you had to milk a male salmon and he squirts all his bloody good stuff all over the place. And uh, one of them Dunk got turned into a, a, a Jackson Pollock painting Yeah, they tried to batter me <laughs> And uh, for about three I'm not even lying to you These things were bursting at the salmon farm And one of the blokes had been working there a while Just turned it around and just milked it And it shot like two and a half metres And gave me the maddest facial <laughs> <laughs> It was so grim. It was fucking cold too, and I had to dunk my head in and try and get the sticky bloody grim. And they said uh, we had to fill out a form at the end of, um, and I knew I wasn't going back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to fill out a form. It's to not say the first time this has happened to me, but it was still a shock. <laughs> and it said something like, "How did you find your experience?" I was like, "People were great. Um, everything was awesome until one of your workers jizzed me in the face with the salmon. Apparently, you got a written warning." Could have been worse, but you know? impressive nonetheless. The uh, you know the the uh, the distance they can go. I was what surprised. A, I was what a, a I thought it was out of range. Not for radio with Jay and Dunk. Uh, milk prices, uh, as they are in your part of the world, probably going through the roof. Um, here in New Zealand, they're getting very expensive. I filled up. I got a nineteen ninety seven Chevy Suburban. I haven't filled it up. Milk. Since the, um, you what? filled your car up with milk. What milk prices? Petrol prices. Oh, what? I was going to say. Shit. God, I'm drunk. Okay, admitted. <laughs> Um, yes, petrol prices and the Chevy Suburban I drive, it's got a long range tank, it's like 150 litres. Mm. I haven't done the full fill yet, but I did $330 uh, $330 of the good stuff, 95 into it, and that was three quarters. And the last quarter's a big quarter, too. It doesn't seem to go like it just seems to uh, just take ages to fill up that last quarter. So I reckon I'm over 400 bucks. Fuck, it's unreal, eh? Yeah, I mean, not to show my age, but it was. Uh, it was forty four cents a litre for diesel when I first started driving, and it was ninety one for ninety one and ninety five for ninety five because I was driving after ninety five. I started driving in around about ninety eight, I think it was. Remember um, when you were younger and your granddad used to be like, for three shillings, so I could ride the bus yeah. into town, get an ice cream, go to the movies. That ex- <laughs> this is exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, you're fucking him now, and it's too early. <laughs> Knock it on the head. Um, the, the reason I bring up petrol prices, not milk prices, although they are good in New Zealand at the moment, um, if you're selling it. Uh, Anaru sent us a message saying, boys, check this out. Today I refueled my truck. She was quite empty. $3,000 that worked out to be in total, which in Shit. a triple trailer road train pulling... 150 ton of uh, ironically diesel oh, ironically diesel fuel he pulls diesel with it the truck burns one litre of fuel every 800 metres 
not kilometres. One litre of fuel every 800 metres. I thought that was so incredible. And I was messaging him Fuck, back and forth. that's unreal. Yeah, I messaged him back and forth, and I was just like, Jesus, that is so wild. He's like, it's really fucking mean for my flybys, though. <laughs> to every cloud, eh? Yeah, the boys, uh, The boys are going out wide today and have been fishing, and they're on a smaller boat, and they're burning, I think it's 95 to, oh, maybe it's 195 bucks an hour uh, trolling for tuna. And yep. they go, and we're on the smallest boat out of the out of the crew that we go out with, because there's a whole bunch of them that kind of go out there, raft up and fish and fucking put each other onto the fish and that. He said one of the boys is running a proper game fishing launch, and he's chewing two and a half grand an hour. What? Yeah. How big is that thing? Big bastard. That is horrific. Yeah. I was like, and he goes, yeah, it's just basically just pushing weight through the water, and it's just at the speed in which they're trawling, it's just not optimal for. Just pushing water around yeah. at high revs, just not, not even getting going that fast. Yeah, not getting up on a plane, just fucking chugging. Yeah, and he said that. And then, um, then, then you get onto one of these big tuna and hope for the best, and wheel the fucker in, and you basically it works out to be about I don't know about ten dollars a kilo, which is about twenty bucks cheaper than buying it at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> you're mad, yeah. So you're massively out of pocket once you're stuck into that stuff. There's yeah. no coming back. It's like when you go out and you like go and bunch get a whole bunch of new lures, and then you get a burly, then you pay for the fuel, mm. and you go out there and you come back one fucking snapper. You're like, well, cool. That snapper cost me three hundred bucks, but it's fun, and it's you know it's about getting out there on the water or whatever. Exactly. Um, tomorrow on the show, speaking of fishing, we um on the Not for Radio show, we're hoping to have a chat with uh, a crew of four that just got. A world record-breaking southern bluefin tuna um, just off the coast of New Zealand, and it's been weighed in, and, uh, yeah, they now hold that record. So we'll try and get them on tomorrow. For those of you who like a bit of naughty in your life, not for radio. Avid listener of the show from the UK, Andy Mackay, sent us a message, and we were chatting about prosthetic testicles the other week, and we were saying that, when you do need to get a replacement testicle, you get one and you get to choose off the – it's like a plank of wood and they start small and you get to choose mm. what size you're going to go with. And naturally, it goes from chickpea to Romney stud sheep ram's nut. Yeah, and I reckon if you're loading up the trophy cabinet, you're going to go – you're going to reach for the right end of that oh, scale, aren't you? You want something that's going to fit in the palm. Uh, can I just jump in quick? The old mm. boy had his – one of his – he probably would really appreciate me talking about this because he loves that stuff. Uh, he had one of his stones whipped out, and this is last week, or yeah, wasn't it? yeah. And the and they basically t- pulled it out. They thought it was cancerous, uh, but they ended up just chiseling it away. Remember that game's um, categories had the weird dice with about thirty sides on it. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> what they turned his nut into. Jammed it back and stitched him up. So I can smack him on the ass and said, "Don't come back." And we went for a walk up the mount, and he was hauling up the mount. But on the way back down, shit, he was gliding because it said it was like a bell ringing every single time he walked, just his nuts belting against his leg. Ah. Absolute agony. Oh, Carry on. Too soon. He's got to let it um, heal up. I don't yeah. imagine there'd be an enormous amount of blood flow in one of your testes. Anyway, so Andy writes, my mother, Graham Mackay, he's the one who sent a breastfeeding groom yarn on an earlier podcast. <laughs> Outrageous. Uh, that marriage didn't last. He lost his nut when he was 21 due to testicular cancer. He's now okay apart from being a bit of a prick. Ha! Uh, anyway, if you do fancy a segment on fake bulls, he's your man and he's not shy. When we are out or having a few of the lads around, uh, he used to get his fake nut out, which he called the mannequin. 
and nestled it on top of a pal's um, beer bottle if they were away for a piss and take a picture. <laughs> when they would come back, we would wait until they were drinking and then show them said picture. Too good. Or he used to tell people we had a fake nut and they would ask to feel it and he would be held, oh so happy to oblige and wrap the old bouncy ball out and let random drunk strangers pour at it. I think it would be a good segment to raise awareness <laughs> on the issue. Yeah, 100%. Um the biggest thing after doing the Dr. John segment uh, on this uh, radio station, the Rock One, the one we work on for the, the daytime show, um, is if you're uh, doing, uh, if you're grabbing or you know feeling your balls, the big thing you need to look out for is a hard P-shaped lump. And if you've got that, you need to go and see your doctor straight away because chances are it's cancerous. That's one of the only things you can get cysts on your testy and mm. stuff, but it's the super hard, painless P-shaped lump. Even if you've got one and it's pain, uh, painful, go to your doctor. Mm. Weirdly, I think um, the whole setup would run better with just one. They're not clanging together and they're not you know <laughs> squishing around each other on the row machine. <laughs> Just the little one-handled moon hopper. Yeah. Um, thank you for your message, Andy McKay. I'm going to go straight to another couple of messages because we've had so many over the weekend. Um, this one from Brian Woody Woods, another UK listener. Your podcast sets me up for the day on my commute into London with the other passengers on the train giving me irated looks as I piss myself laughing. There's just nothing like your show in the UK. Listen to Not For Radio on Thursday and in the yarn for the from the UK, you said um, someone thought he was the dog's bollocks. In the UK, bollocks means bad, but dog's bollocks means fucking excellent. Don't ask me why, it just does. Love the show. All the best. Cheers, Woody. Two blokes with fat heads. Not for radio. With Jay and Dunk. And one last one before we sign off um, with a song. There's a bloke called Todd. He's messaged us and he said, Hey lads, Todd here from the UK. We're currently doing touring and prepping to go out with Skid Row and Winger. You're th- kidding. Yeah. Winger's his band on picking because his last name's Winger, unless it's Winger, but I would opt for Winger with that spelling. Um, mm. And Todd said, we have your podcast on all the time in the van. You get, lads, crack me up. Jay, your laugh is infectious. Um, any chance of a shout-out to at Collateral, slogging it out on the road? Uh, if you'd be willing to play a song, that would be Ace. Let's have a listen. Sick. Saying this is fucking a bit of all right. 
Mate, get it out to the playlist here at work. Crispy as fuck, and it looks like Gandhi's flip-flop. Not for Radio with Jay and Dunk. Yeah, so uh, that's collateral, guys. Not a bad track, that. Mr. Big Shot, I like it. They're going to be, in, obviously, in the UK. They're playing at KK Steel Mill, Lee International, The Garage. Uh, check them out at collateralofficial.com. You beauty, have yourself an absolute ripping next uh, rest of your Monday. Oh, just quickly, who wants to hear what it's like to go out with Dunk uh, We'll be married to Dunk? And I reckon you, and a lot of you listening will be like, oh, man, Dixie's so lucky. Dunk's such a legend. He must just be the coolest guy to go out with. Pretty much that's that's what I would assume would be the general consensus. Yeah, and to that I say I must be fucking painful because this is Dixie's message to me. She keeps getting sent a code. She's trying to activate a code so we get free Amazon Prime through our telco provider, and which you'll probably hear, it was two degrees. Anyway, I keep opening that thing. Oh, yeah, I'll probably do that. And then I don't do it. And then the link expires and it's doing a hidden. She just has to go on the phone with them for like 35 minutes every time. Two Degrees is sending another Amazon Prime email. I've just been on hold for 35 minutes to get through. So do not click on the email. Whatever you do, don't click on it. So You fucking idiot is what you clipped off the end of that, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, should record the conversation where I tell her I clicked on it again for the fourth time. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. We'll be uh, back tomorrow with Not For Radio.